Blog Talk Radio. Blessings and a gracious good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good day, good life, good year, good whatever it is and wherever you are where you're hearing the sound of voice. God is an incredible God with wonders to behold, and we are so grateful and so thankful that he saw fit to bless us with another day another chance, another opportunity to give praise, glory, and honor unto his name. And we are eternally grateful. We do not take life for granted, especially after the year that we have just come through and even what this year, 2021, has began with. We don't take it lightly. We are so grateful that God said breathe and we can breathe because there's so many people right this very moment that's on ventilators. We've got people dying every second of every day right here in the U.S. of A. So we cannot afford to be remiss in giving God the praise, the glory, and the honor because, again, he has saw fit to bless us once more and again, and we are grateful Welcome to the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Quaylette James, and ah, it is always, every, every week, my awesome privilege to serve next to my sister in the Lord, the incredible Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you today, my love? Man, your introduction, let me tell you, I believe that that's what has spoken so much life into my situation now, but you don't know, it's an honor literally to be next to you and to be able to serve you whatever way I can and everyone else. So I'm so blessed by you. I am awesome. I thank God for it. Um, I know this year started off, but I'm telling you, I just thank God for the peace right now, the joy, spite of, and crazy things are happening. But just relaxing and believing in him, I promise you I've had enough of the high intensity of not trusting sometimes and not believing and falling out and, and think the world is falling apart and not believing God for who he is. And I'm guilty of that. And I just, but I'm so grateful for today. Thank you so much for asking. How are you? Hey, man. Hey, you know what? It has been a very, very busy weekend for me, but I thank and praise God. I mean, in the midst of it all, I thank and praise God because he is so faithful. He is so faithful. And so, therefore, I, I don't have a choice. I Like, I really, I really, really, really feel, <clears throat> excuse me, that I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice in um, who I serve. How I serve, um, I, 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 you know, I've given up. Let me put it this way. I have surrendered my choice unto the Lord. He birthed us with free choice. He gave us that ability as a gift, and I thank him for it. But my choice in this season of my life is to have no choice and just to wholeheartedly yield to him. Because I have, thank you, Lord, learned as I have matured in not only physical age, but in spiritual age, 
I have learned that any other way <laughs> is a hard way to go, sis. I have learned that Amen. I have busted my head against, <clears throat> excuse me, too many brick walls, trying to do it my way, trying to have it my way, <laughs> trying to usurp feelings and my opinions on somebody else's life, girl. I thank and praise him. I thank and praise him that I have learned. I'm not saying that all of my lessons are over with because I am yet still alive, but I promise you I have learned some doozies, and I've learned from them. You know, here's, I think this is where, where we miss it, and I thank, I thank God for your mother. Your mother spoke at um, my virtual women's conference yesterday, the value of your words, and excuse me, her assignment was the value of your mature season. And she spoke so much life into what it meant to mature. And not just from the standpoint of of number of years, but in maturing within the Lord, maturing and, and how we act when we're in an immature season of life compared to, um, how we act in a, a life, uh, in a season of maturity. And I just, I thank and praise God for her because of all that she spoke into our lives. It literally, it breathed wow. life. That I, I heard from so many women that were so touched, and that was their thing, that this revived them. It breathed life into them. So I thank and praise God, seriously. For where I am today, and I'm, I'm just, you know, if you had to expound on your place and time in God in this season, in this season right now, what would be your take on it? If you mention, say that one more time to me, sis, one more time. In this season of your life, what would be your take on where you are in God right this moment? Oh, my God, sis. I am feeling like I'm maturing, like I'm finally growing up. And I, I've been having tantrums, spiritual tantrums and breakdowns and meltdowns and I'm going to do it my own way and all this. And now I feel my take on it is, Lord, I just want you to use me. I, I remember when you did, and it was so much greater, so much better than what I'm trying to do. And I I release Mm -hmm. the rights of my life back to you. I'm sorry I didn't realize that I've been selfish and so caught up in myself and it's going to be this way or no way. And the breaking and the crying and the sleepless nights and the moaning and the groaning and the travailing, all that, and he had it the whole time. And when he the whole time, me, he told me, <laughs> when you change, you're going to change the atmosphere around you, the trajectory of what's going on in your life. When you change, mm-hmm. let me change you. It's so hard looking in the mirror because it's not easy to see yourself. You see yourself, your reflection, but... When you thought bad about yourself, if you ever have, and then you get to the point where you're like, I'm tired of thinking bad about myself, then before you know it, mm. with me, I believe I fell into a self-type, I'm right attitude, and I didn't realize it. And it didn't matter. Mm. If it didn't agree with what I felt, then you can either like it or you don't. Now it's a humbling. And the humbling is in such a different way in my spirit. And just, I just, before the even year of 2020 was out, I began just to play that song over and over again, Lord, make me over. I just want to be made over. I'm just tired mm-hmm. of all that. The conflict back and forth in my spirit, pressing myself, wanting, knowing that I should be here, not missing the mark, did it. Oh, my Lord, and what I used to have, don't have anymore. But look what I finally, I'm like, I thank you. I thank you for every little thing you put around me and in my life. I thank you. I didn't mean to over-talk that. I hope I answered your question. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just at a state 
what they say. I thank God, even though there's war and rumors of war all around us, I thank God for the center of his peace right now. It's what I always needed for so long, sir. Amen. Amen. Oh, that's why. Amen. I feel you, sis. It's just like, you know, you you finally get to a place in God where you can literally say, Father, I feel you. I see you. I know you're moving yeah. on my behalf and I'm grateful. You know, I, I can I can actually recognize my growth, my growth in you because of the things and the thoughts, but not only the actions, but the thoughts that I once entertained, I don't entertain any longer. And that's powerful to me, you know, to know yes. that we can, we can attain to a place in the Lord where we don't have to subscribe to the madness any longer. Yes. You know what I I'm saying? That. Say that we, again. We, we, we can we can get to a place in God where we don't have to ascribe to or subscribe to um, the madness any longer, to the the wearying thoughts, because it it, it wearies yeah. you. It's like your mind can Ugh. run off on a tangent, and it what? literally will weary you. It will weary you because it's just like, Lord, Jesus, what is it? What is it? I'm just tired. I'm just tired. And And you get to a place of perpetual tiredness because of all the thoughts that you will allow your brain to um, take on. And it literally, it's... (laughs) I tell people this, and, and a lot of people don't understand because, you know, I know people that are true laborers, that get out there, that work with their hands, that build, that are out there physically laboring, and, and they're very, very tired at the end of the day because they've taxed their physical body, even you in your job and in your new position, which you cutting the meat and stocking the meat and all of this. As you said, when you first moved over to this, this is what you thought you wanted. But when you moved to it, you recognized how much more work it really was. And it wearied you. I mean, it physically, it was a physically taxing thing on your body. But what people don't yeah. understand I use my head all day long. I use my brain. The most physical part of my body are my fingers because I'm constantly typing. I'm constantly on the computer. However, my mind never shuts down. My mind is constantly going. It's not like I can just get into a robotic routine and, you know, and you just go through the motions. Because for me, I'm at that pinnacle on my job where all the problems come to me. All the issues come to me. So I'm like constantly taxing my mind to solve problems. It never shuts down. It just keeps going. And by the time I reach the end of the day, I am so exhausted that you would have thought I went out there and dug ditches all day long. Yeah, because my mind yes. doesn't stop. And what's really, really bad about it, I, I, I take a sedative most nights. I, I will admit to that to sleep. Why? Because my mind can't shut off. <laughs> Does it work? My mind doesn't shut down. Yeah, <laughs> I shut it down. Okay. You know, I just sometimes I like, you know, okay, I just, I, I don't, you know. I try to break it up, you know, because I don't want to be dependent on. But at the same time, I'd be like, I'd be too tired to sleep, if that makes any sense. It is ridiculous. I can get in the oh bed and I am dog tired, dog tired, and cannot sleep because my brain won't shut off. You know what? You're not the only one, though, sisters. We might have to have another show on this because it, I felt oh, that way. There's a lot of people that feel that way. But even though, like you're saying, you see your mind, it's, yeah, you, and then you're a mom, and then you're a grandma, and then you're a wife, so when you go home, you can't shut it off there, you're, and then when you I have never business at home, however you do it, 
then they're there. So we need to have a a show like that because I'm going to tell you something. I know exactly what you're talking about. It doesn't matter whether you have a a wayward child or whatever the case may be um, in your life. You know, we as women, because we were meant to store, that's why we carry the babies. That's why when the men got another show, but when he releases, we receive them. So we've always been the receivers, mm-hmm. and we we hold all these titles amongst ourselves besides the bishop, the elder, the the pope, the mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. so on, evangelists, you know, and prophets. I'm not trying to miss anybody, but let me just say this: it, I get it. So let me ask you the question now. Now that you said all that, the same question you asked me, I'm asking you: Where do you see yourself and God in all this? <clears throat> so. Um, as I started off saying, I'm so grateful to God that I, I'm not where I'm going to end up because I still yet have life and work to do. But I thank and yes. praise God for the place that I'm in because I can recognize his hand at work in my life. I can yes. recognize the changes and the transformations that have taken place in me. I can recognize a a plateau of spiritual maturity that five years ago I may not have had. Ten years ago, I absolutely know I didn't have. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I can go back and track it and say, Lord, thank you, because I see my growth. I see where I, I, I can remember when I was in that infancy stage. I remember being a babe in Christ. I remember being an adolescent in Christ. And, you know, when we're in that adolescent stage, we think we're right about everything, and we have to debate and fight our parents on everything because we just know we're right. Yes, I know. I remember my adolescent stage in the Lord where I questioned everything. I I, there was like, no, Lord, I don't understand why I got to do it this way because it should be X, Y, Z. Like I know better than God. (laughs) Okay, I remember Mm -hmm. that. I remember the, you know, like remember in your early twenties, you did have a little bit more of a sense of maturity. You recognize things may not always be what you thought they were because you've lived a little bit past your teenage years. You've gotten out. Some of you have gone to college. You've, you know, experienced a little more life and responsibility outside your parents' home. You understand that there are are certain choices that that you have to make for survival's sake and different things like that. So, you you know, there was that maturity level. I, I can remember all these stages in my walk with the Lord. And now where I'm at right now is the place that I want to talk about today on do you really believe God? I have matured to a place in him that I can categorically say I trust him and I believe him to be who he says he is. And to me, that is an incredible place to be in the Lord. I haven't seen yeah. it all. I haven't attained it all. I haven't had all my prayers manifested yet, but I know the manifestation is at hand. Why? Because I'm at a place now where I don't just ask for what I want. I consult him first and say, Daddy, in this situation, what do you want? How do you want me to proceed? What do you want me to do? What is it that you want to use me in, in this place? I'm not gotten here easily. Like I said, again, like we started off the show with me saying I didn't hit my head on so many brick walls. It's just like I'm tired of the headache, okay? You get to a place where you go, okay, you win. It's just like that hurts. Yeah, Yeah, that's real. (laughs) No, that's real, Seth. Real. But my my purpose for today is to explore with our our listeners, even our leaders that are on the line, because, I mean, I, I even have testimonies where leaders are concerned. Where are you in your walk with God? Where are you in your belief in God? You see, 
Yes. I'm decreeing and declaring over my life that signs, wonders, and, and miracles are taking place because his word yes. says signs, wonders, and miracles will follow them that believe. So I had to make sure that I got into a place of belief. Amen. I had to make sure that I got Amen. into a place that I trusted him. What his word yes. said yes. was what it was. What he yes. speaks yes. to my heart on how to handle it is what it is. And so I you know we're in the midst of this forty day prayer challenge. And um and it's been incredible. If I tell you it has been so blessed. And I, I you know, I just invite anybody, even we're on day seventeen today um, but even at 17 days in, if you are interested in joining us, order the book, draw the circle. Um, it's by Pastor Mark Batterson. Go, join in on our 40-day KFI, KFI 40-day prayer challenge group on Facebook. All of the videos that we have discussed for Every night except for one, day four, day four is the only day that we have not posted the video because I conducted that night from my car and the video didn't save on my phone. But all of the rest of the days, they're there. They're, they're, um, you can listen to our discussions. You can play catch up. You can do whatever. But I'm telling you, this has been such an incredible journey to take with the different people that have joined in, and it's it's not just KFI. I mean, we got people there from KFI, but we got people that we've met on this 40-day journey that have just joined in because, you know, somebody told them about it or they saw something on Facebook or somebody invited them to listen to one of the Zooms, and, and so they, they joined in. But I tell you, God has been stretching our faith muscle. But here was the thing. There was something that came up last night, and this is why I wanted to have this discussion. Because every day, you know, every day that we read, every day's lesson, every day's story is a testament to the mighty hand and the mighty move of God in, in either Pastor Mark's life or in somebody else's life and how the reflection of what is transpiring in the different people's lives are reflective of, of specific scriptures and specific things that God has, has stated in his word. And one of the people on the call last night was like, I have a question. Because it's like it got to a point after 17 days, and they've been faithful every day, that they're like, how is it that these things, because these are monumental things, keep happening in this man's life? Is this real? They begin to question it. And even in their questioning it, they were saying, but I know God is not a respective person, but can this really be real? And so I had to stop. And, and it, it really, I promise you, it was just the spirit of the living God that took over because there was such a boldness and an authority that came out of my mouth as I addressed the question, not in rebuke, not in retaliation, none of that, but in, in explaining who God is. And the fact that, yes, this is real. Now, we have to understand that it, it's been an 18-year, well, all of his life, but the last 18 years of his life as a pastor that he has chronicalized um, different things that have happened within his congregation, within his family, within the lives of people he's connected to. So it's not like it was like, okay, this happened today, that happened tomorrow, that happened the next day, as the way we're reading it, because we're reading each day and just seeing these monumental things that took place. But it's been an 18-year journey that all of these things have occurred. But here is the key. The key was, God is not a respecter of persons. And yes, the miracles that he is speaking about that occurred are real, but he attributes all of it, all of it to stand on his face before God, to his prayer life, to his congregation's prayer life, to believe in God. Our topic yesterday was, Lord, surprise me. Lord, surprise me. Show up and show out. Hallelujah. And if I tell you God is able to show up and show out, yes, he, he is. is. Yes, he is. He is. 
I have walked this walk with him for 33 years this year. And yes, he will show up and he will show out in your midst. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Believe. Yes, he will. Believe. Yes, he will. And every time he he shows out a little bit more, you can believe him for more. You can believe him for doing even greater. For even greater. And we've got, we, we, we are busting our head against a brick wall. If we're believing God is going to move, but we don't believe God. How is that possible? How can you believe he's going to move over here, but you don't believe his lordship and his sovereignty somewhere else? You got to believe him in all areas. You got to believe him in all things. You can't be selective in your beliefs. It's got to be him or nothing. It's just got to be Lord. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. And I know that if I walk walk in accordance, in accordance, not in perfection, but in accordance to how you lead me and you guide me, I will not go wrong. I make mistakes all the time. I do. Not perfect. Yes. Acknowledge yes. that. But yet, it's still, yes. I'm still pliable in his hand. I'm still usable yes. by him because I'm still open and I'm still that child that says, okay, daddy, you know, I may not understand this one. I may not understand why you want me to go this way, but okay, it doesn't matter because I know you got it. I yes, start questioning. I start questioning. And it's just like, okay, <laughs> okay, I, 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 I've, I've come to the place of trust. I've come to the place of trust. And everything, it's everything, and it's transformed my life. Yes. It's transformed yes. my life. Yes. I, last year, there were so many things going on, and the enemy tried to question me, and he tried to say, look at you, and look what you're doing. Look how you, you, you do this over here, and you do that over there, and how can God use you? Because I'm obedient. Because even in my frailty, because even yes. in my flaws, if daddy yes. say move, I'm moving. If daddy say jump, I'm asking how high, because I'm still available. He never Amen. said we would be perfect beings. But if we are no, obedient, <laughs> if we are obedient, if he can still speak to us, even in our yeah. mess, if he Thank can you. still speak through us, yeah, even if we can be so angry with people, but if we can allow the spirit of the living God to still speak love to that individual through us, he can still use us. Yes, he can. And we've got to make sure, we've got to, we've got to make sure that we are still pliable in his hand. We have got to make sure that we never turn our heart off from him. We have got to make sure we never close the doors of opportunity to be used of him. We always want him to open up doors of opportunities for us. But have we walked and are we available to be an opportunity for somebody else? Are we available? Are we pliable? Do we trust him enough to only but believe? Just. Believe. Believe. Believe he is who he says he is. Believe he will do what he says he will do. Believe that he hung the moon, the sun, and the stars in the sky. Believe. You better come on. Believe that. Believe that he created you with purpose and destiny built within you. Yeah. You know, I think about yes. Adam. And I think about, we, we, we touched on this yesterday in, in the conference. and we, I mean, we have five powerful speakers yesterday. And I, they, they spoke life into us, I promise you. They helped us to realize our value. And, and I spoke on the value of just being a woman. And even now as I think about it, 
I think about, you know, how God put everything in play. I said this yesterday, but I didn't go to where I'm about to go right now. But it, it was not the fact that God had put everything in place before he put Adam in a deep sleep in Second um, Genesis 21, before he caused that sleep to fall on Adam and took Eve out of him. He, the Lord said that nothing that he had created that far, that thus far, was suitable as a helpmeet for man. All the animals had helpmeets. They had mates. The trees could cross-pollinate. He made the bees to take one one thing of pollen and cross-pollinate it with something else and create things of beauty, create fruit, create life. But he said there was nothing suitable to be a helpmeet for Adam. And this is what I want to bring out right now. I didn't say this yesterday, and, and it just dropped in my spirit as we were talking. He put Adam to sleep, and he took out of Adam, what Adam needed. He didn't go to the dirt and create a woman. He took out of man what man needed. So everything that you need, he created you with it in you. Let him extract it out of you so it can be a suitable help for you. So that means that your faith, your belief, your reliance, your dependence on God is all already in you. You can believe for the miracle. Just let him extract it out of you so that you can walk with it, so that it can help you be who he created you to be. I'm just, you know, God is just, He's doing something, sis. He's doing something in us. And and this is what he keeps saying to me in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the craziness. He is doing something phenomenal. Phenomenal. Let me tell you. So we ought to take our eyes off of the distraction that the enemy would have us focus on. And we got to put Amen. our eyes back, back where it belongs. Amen. And that's on God. Hey, I, Go ahead, sis. I'm telling you. Amen. I'm, I, what you're saying is true. You guys, when this pandemic came in, do you realize that everything has gone up around us? Hmm. If you, I mean, people, if you don't have to, some people don't think about it. You know, you grocery shopping, you know, I, I, I just get it. If that's what I want, I just get it. I'm glad you have it like that. But have you just Amen, because everybody ain't able. Medication has changed. Yeah, medic, you know what? But I'm realizing now where I am, I know that the Lord is going to restore unto me what the enemy has taken from me. I know that. Mm. But I believe now Amen. that the lesson, the lesson was not give it away, not how, because that was my mentality. Lord, I know you're gonna bless me. I'll give it. I'm not saying don't give, but he he teaches you lessons, life lessons, to be able to in, to store it or invest it differently or do it differently because you're a steward. Mm-hmm. So I'm realizing now mm-hmm. a lot of times our, our our abundance has not come because he don't want us to be God. He wants to be God. Now if he he has if he bless you with it, then he already has that faith. Of putting in you that know that you're going to do the right thing by it mm-hmm. because that's mm-hmm. what he did with Joseph you know what I'm saying when Joseph went through all that he went through at the end he he entrusted him because he knew that even when his enemies came to, to kill him to say he was dead did whatever he was going to still give he was going to still bless mm-hmm. he, he, it's not that mm-hmm. he didn't get mad but he knew that he would bless so I, I know that, mm-hmm. and I know that God knows that about me, and I'm so grateful mm-hmm. because for some reason he put that in me, but for some reason I, I, I had to know that. So I believe that it, you know, it, it, it's different levels, like you're saying, sis. It happens, everything happens for a reason. But what I'm saying is mm-hmm. in this hour, in this moment, there's millionaires coming up every day, ideas, yeah. investments, books being written. I things coming forth that you've never heard of during the COVID. Yep, yep. Millionaire face mask people now. Different talents. 
He's gonna, your talents are going to show forth. So I'm like you. I am excited. I never wanted to say it before like this. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of times I, I'd rather, I was down more than I was up sometimes because everybody don't want you to be upbeat. Everybody don't want you to be positive. I didn't realize it's more people on the side of Debbie Downer and feeling bad and, oh, my God, complain and nag and moan and groan. And I had gotten caught up in that. But I realized the joy of the Lord is my strength. He's my strength. I never wanted to say I said it, but I said it passive, and I said it sometimes because people don't want to hear that. Misery do love company, and I don't want to be a part oh, of it yes. anymore. I don't want to keep company with it anymore. I don't even want to be in the same place that it's in anymore. Because I Amen. I know before when he first saved me, what he did for me, how he touched me. My life was never the same. I went astray. Mm. I walked mm. off. But what I do realize out of all that, I totally have to take the blame for everything. People that I've hurt, the sins that I've committed, all that. I take ownership of that. But I don't have to keep living in it. I repent. Amen. And I know that God has forgiven me. And I'm yeah. moving on. People don't. It's Hallelujah. like the story of a crabs in a bucket in the spirit. Even in a spiritual realm. Mm. Every time you try to come out, somebody's trying to pull you back in. I don't know yep. who I'm talking to because I know I'm talking to myself. But you've got to be able to come up a little higher. Since, I'm sorry. Do you know I learned something? A, a good friend of mine shared something with me. Her aunt shared it on Facebook, and then she shared it with me. She said, do you know the only bird that can agitate an, an eagle is a falcon? And what he does is he can soar and fly up high back of an eagle's back. And he pecks at his neck to agitate him. But when hmm. an eagle's greatest function, he can go up even higher. And that's the only way he can release that falcon. Because a falcon is strong, but he only can go so far. He can't breathe at that so high I- altitude. That's exactly right. You know, since I went into work, and I, I promise you, I said, 2021, this is a different year. I'm seeing it differently. Tired of cussing. Tired of fussing. I'm tired of, tired of going off, showing everybody who 10 is. I'm tired of all that. Hmm. I believe that God said to me, when you change, you change the atmosphere. And I believe Absolutely. that. No. I'm not telling anybody, no, I'm like you, sis. No, I'm not going to tell you bad days ain't going to come. Mm. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not telling you that I'm perfect. I'm not. But I'm like you, sis. I know this journey that I've been on. I've walked long enough. Licking my wounds, feeling sorry for myself, playing the victim, arguing with God back and forth for how I want my life to be when he knew the whole time. This is not right, and this person did me wrong. I ought to blah, 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 blah. This has been an awakening. 2021, see clear, God showed me me more than he showed me anybody. Hmm. Well, I was talking to everybody about 2020 vision, seeing clearly he showed me me. Mm. And that was the greatest gift that he could have ever laid on me, was to show me me. Mm. Then I went back and started seeing things that I chose not to see anymore. And I was able to repent of that. And only ask God for another moment, a second chance, to make it right. Mm. 
Mm. I thank God, sis, for this season. Amen. I thank God. I'm praying for the nation, but at the same time, I'm praying for my soul and everybody else's that they can see God for who He truly is. I want to keep seeing more mm-hmm. and more of Him. I want to. I want mm-hmm. to rest more and more of Him. The harder I try, ain't gonna lie to y'all. Still, you ever notice you tell me get up at three o'clock in the morning? I gotta go in prayer, and before you know it, you hit the alarm clock at six. Going, uh, do I have to get up for real? Mm-hmm. Yep. And everything else. So I just thank you again for this moment to be able to express myself to let everybody know we're not perfect. Like mm-hmm. my sister said, you got to make a choice. You know, I remember the Lord showed me something. She said, you remember when you first got saved? And he showed me me. And I said to him, no matter what, I choose you. Every moment, my eyes welled up with tears because I wanted to see God high and lifted up. And he gave me Mm -hmm. what I asked him for. But I didn't realize the price. Of that gift hmm. I've been Solomon in my life Saul <laughs> says I'm going I've been many people in that Bible on this walk mm-hmm. with Christ but it's so worth it every bit of it every bit of it amen okay I'm done talking I'm sorry oh no don't be sorry no it, you know, it, it's just, it's incredible what God is doing in our lives in this hour. And, and you know, to be able to see it, to be able to witness it, to be able to reflect on it is monumental. Um, Revolu- Revelation say that they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. If you don't walk through the things that you walk through, how in the world do you expect to have a testimony? How do you expect to be able to gauge your growth and your your maturity? The thing is, though, is when you recognize the, the pitfalls that possibly you fell into or that God was gracious enough to help you get around, acknowledge it recognize it. Don't run around here trying to act like you all of that in a bag of chips. Man, please. <laughs> Make sure that you stay in that intimate place with God. We talk about intimacy all the time because it is in that intimate place, that place of close proximity. When we say intimate, it's not just dealing with a sexual connotation. We're talking about being in close proximity to the Lord where you can clearly hear what he is clearly um, recognized when he's calling you and sending you on assignment, assignments that you may not even want to undergo, but yet and still, in spite of it all, you're willing to say, here am I, Lord, send me. Jermaine Jermaine Dolly has a new song out and I've only heard it probably two or three times. I just I think I first heard it just a couple of days ago. But in the song he talks about how when God would come his way, he would run. He would try to avoid the Lord. He would try not to do what God was calling him to do. But in all of that, he has come to a place where now he'll he's saying, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. He stopped running from God and started running to God. That's the place we have to get to, where where we we cohabitate with God, where our intimate time with God is more precious to us than silver and gold. Our intimate time with God is more precious to us than anything that we could ever imagine. We have gotten to a place where you're saying, like you just said, says, I choose you. I choose you. It's not like I said, it's submission, surrendering. It doesn't just come overnight. It's a process. It's like when when you went to the altar and you said your little sinner's prayer when you said you accepted Jesus into your heart, that was a choice you made. That was great. That was phenomenal. 
But years later, are you still making that choice on a daily basis? Because that's the place where you have to be, where every single day you're making that same choice over again. You're still standing at the altar saying, Lord, I choose you. I choose you. I am still this wretch undone, but Daddy, I choose you. And it's easy to choose you because guess what? You chose me. You chose me before the foundation of the earth earth was laid, and you are still yet choosing me. You knew who I was when you created me. You knew what I would walk through when you made me. But yet and still, you chose me. Many are called. You are chosen. And if you're on this, this path and this journey with God, you have been chosen. And part, part, I believe, of that criteria of being chosen is because you've agreed to choose him back. I choose you, Lord. You chose me. Thank you. Now I choose you. I choose to walk with you. I choose to hear you. I choose to grow with you. I choose you over, I choose your report. I choose you over what the doctor called himself trying to tell me. I choose you over what the marriage counselor is trying to say. Maybe you guys need to go your own separate ways. I choose you, oh, Lord God, over the boss that says you're not qualified for that position. I choose you, Father, over that person that says, no, it's too late for you to go back and get a formal education. No, Lord, I choose you. And if you tell me I can do it, there is not a man walking this planet that can stop me. Because you said, because I believe you. I believe you. Amen. And I have the faith that it takes to see the manifestation of what you said come into fruition. I got the faith to say it. I, I see it. I know it. It is going to happen. It is going to happen in spite of. In spite of all the obstacles that may come my way, in spite of me being who I am and getting in my own way, in spite of it all, Lord God, you are going to bring this thing to pass. You're going to do it. I trust and I believe it with all of my heart. I want to read to you Hebrews 11. We're so familiar with Hebrews 11. And Hebrews 11, we know, is the faith chapter in the Bible. But I want to read the first and the second verse to you out of the Amplified. I absolutely love the way the Amplified breaks this down. And I go back to it all the time because it, it just puts into context what our belief needs to be, how we need to view What we say is faith. It says, now faith is the assurance, the title deed confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact and not be experienced by the physical senses. For by this kind, Faith, men of old gained divine approval. I love that. Now faith is the assurance. It's the title deed. The title deed says that you own it. You can go and buy a car, and you running around talking about your car. But until you get that title in your name and your name alone and the finance company is off that title, it's yours in the finance company's car. And you miss you a couple of payments and see if the finance company won't come and take their car. Amen. But when you have the title and it only has your name on it, can't nobody come and take it from you because it belongs to you. It's the Amen. title deed. It's mine. When you buy a house, it's my house. No, it's yours in the mortgage company's no, house. It's the you miss some company. payments. My. And guess what? Mortgage companies are foreclose on their house. And they're going to take it. But once you get the title deed, mortgage company name is not on the deed. It's in your name. It's yours alone. Now it's your house. And that's what faith gives you. It's the assurance that the things you're hoping for, you have the deed to it. They belong to you. 
And not only do you have the deed, but you have a divine guarantee. Things hope for divinely guaranteed. It's not guaranteed by man. It's not a, a, a five-year fixed warranty on it or extended warranty on it. No, it's a divine guarantee from God that you've got it. You've got it. It's the evidence of things not seen. Think about that. The conviction of their reality. You are convinced and convicted within everything that you know to be true that they are reality. The things that you believe in God for because God has spoken it to your heart. He's spoken it to your spirit. They're yours. The conviction is that they are real. Faith comprehends as fact. What cannot be experienced by physical senses, girl, it's like every time I read this, my spirit leaps. My spirit leaps because I don't have to wonder and worry that I can touch it, I can smell it, I can taste it, or I can physically see it with my physical eye. But faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. I don't have to see it, touch it, feel it, taste it. I know it. I've gone beyond these limited senses. I'm walking in that sixth sense of the Holy Spirit that knows all things, and he he has wrapped it in my knower to know it to be a fact, to know it to be a fact. It's just like we've got to get to the place of answering the question. The, The question of the hour is, Do you believe, do you really believe God? Do you? Because if you do, then why are you stressing? Why is your brain on overload with worry and doubt? Stop. Let the doubt go. Get into that intimate place with God and get his counsel on that thing. And if he say, let it go, let it go. Okay, let bygones be bygones. I'll catch you on the flip side. But if he say that thing is yours, if he say your marriage will live and not die, if he say your physical body is going to live and not die, that this is sickness and disease is not unto death, then you take that to the bank, baby, because it is more tangible than all the money you can find. I'm telling you, trust him. Believe him. Know him. Know that you know that you know that you know. He said it. It is so. Period. He said it. It is so. Period. That's that. Done deal. Title deed. In your hand. Divine guarantee. God said it. And guess what? He is not going to see his word fall to the ground. You better come on. He's not <laughs> going to see his word fall to the ground. That's the biggest blessing of them all. Man. Whew. Sis, I tell you. You be preaching that, don't you? You be bringing it, don't you? That oh, my God. Coming out. I'm just, you know, it is so ingrained in me at this, walk, at this stage of my life. You ask me where I am, that's where I am exactly yes. where I am. Daddy, I believe you for you. I believe you for you. Not for me. Not for what I can do. Not for what any other man can do. I believe you for you. Because man can't do what you can do. Man can't take me to the places you can take me. Man can't open up the I'm doors for you. me that you can open. You better come on. Man can't heal me. Man can't deliver mm-hmm. me. <laughs> right. No. no, all about but, you. But just think think of the pastors and the bishops and stuff that have had 10 and 15, 20, 25,000 people going to their church and the new faith, the new faith. See, the Bible said now faith is. Why would he say now? So I believe hmm. now faith is. You know what I'm saying? So that's why he said now. Now faith is the substance of things that are hoped for. See, now it's the now. So we're all learning mm-hmm. a different walk of faith right now. Now, mm. this is not something that we, ha- we could use back in, in 2016, 17, 18, 19, and 20. Now faith is. It's new faith in this season. It just began. 
But what you have to make up in your mind, like you're saying, sis, you know what? I heard a comedian say, whether you picked Obama, I mean, uh, what, I'm sorry, please forgive me, y'all. Whether you picked Ob- uh, Biden or Trump, just hunker down and make and, and be good with your choice, whatever decision you made, and live with it. Mm. What choice do you make today? Choose Christ. We can only pray and ask that you do. No, nowhere in the word of God. I think they said twice the word easy is found. Mm. And no, it is going to be a journey. And you may luck out and be the one that God give it to you in one day. But if I read it, you better make sure you know what mm-hmm. you sign up. He might give it to you in a day, but it's going to take a lifetime to maintain Yes, right. ma'am. Look, what it they sure say, is. know what you know what you sign up for. I was watching a movie last night, since it was back uh, like space age days, and and he always wanted what his father had. You know, they were back in those whatever days, like they were gods, and he always wanted what his father mm-hmm. had. And finally, his father said, he said, I never had any children, but yet you wanted my brother to have children. He said, no, I never wanted you to have children because I wanted to give you what you always wanted, and that was to sit in my seat. And he looked at him and he mm-hmm. said, but you, this, you don't realize to sit in my seat what that entitles. And to sit in my seat, mm-hmm. you, won't have, you, know, you won't have kids. And you got to watch the gate all the time. I'm just so grateful I can mm-hmm. finally give it up and give it to you. And he looked at his father and he was like, no, I, no I, that ain't what I want. That ain't what I signed up for. And his father was like, what you mean? This is what you said you wanted. See, Know yeah. before you sign the contract on the dotted line. Because, see, Satan writes good contracts. And mm. God writes the only and the original contract. With a house, you got to sign a contract. With a car, you got to sign a contract. Whatever you do, there's always contracts involved. So when you mm. sign on that dotted line, know what you're signing up for. Just like my sister said, mm. I was like, okay, I'm going to be a meat cutter. This is what I want. I want to make this kind of money. And then when I got, I was like, what, what, what? This is what they do. Oh, okay, I know why they're tired. Okay, my hands. You know what I'm saying? Period. But I thank God because, again, the scripture that I'm standing on is, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. We love you, God, because we're coming at the end of the show. I've talked to death, and you can close out the show, and I love you guys. Please, please Amen. make your choice. And make your your choice sure, you know. Make your make your election sure. And and what that means is make sure that this is really what you want. Like this is saying, you know, be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. What? <laughs> so you know, we thank and praise God. There are times when the Lord will try to protect us and hold our hand, hold back His hand, and you know, give you time to realize that, you know, maybe what I'm asking for really isn't what I think it is. And he'll allow you to walk through that and, you know, and it's all good and what have you. But then all of a sudden you'll keep, you'll just keep, you go weary him like the the, the woman did the judge. You just go keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. And God is going, I'm trying to tell you this is not what you think it is. And you're like, no, right. no, no, daddy, I want it, I want it, I want it. Okay. <laughs> And he'll remove his hand and let you have it. And then you're screaming and hollering, no, no, that's not what I thought it was. No, no, no. See, I tried to tell you. You wouldn't listen. No, you just had to have it. Okay, so now you got it. Now what? Right. Binda now you that who left the gate open. I tell you, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you that little feist dog, you done ran and barked and ran and barked and ran and barked, and all of a sudden somebody let the gate open. <laughs> right? And you're like, yes. oh, my God. <laughs> Who left the anyway, gate open? Sis, we're, at okay. the end, we're at the end of the show. We thank and praise God for what he has done this day. Amen. It has been just an awesome time in the Lord. I encourage you all, seek God, believe God, trust God, and know that he will be exactly who he said he was. And that's God. Just close us out with prayer, please. I just want to thank you, Lord, for another day, and thank you, and I'm praying for all the listeners, all the ones that are listening maybe later or before, however it is, Lord. 
I'm praying for the nation, the different people, the pastors, the bishops, the ushers. I'm praying for the evangelists, the prophets, the elders. I'm praying for the mothers and the and the deacons of the church in the name of Jesus and the earth and everywhere that they are and the apostles in the name of Jesus. I'm praying, Father God, that you open up our eyes and let us draw closer and closer to thee so we can see your promises and see your power unleashed in 2021. I thank you, Lord, for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us just to wake up another day, to see another day, to breathe. Father God, in the name yes. of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen, amen. Enjoy your week, family. We thank and praise God for you. We pray, hallelujah, that you will see the manifestation, God, in your life. You better come on. This week. This week. In Jesus' name. We say it is. In Jesus' name. Love you, sis. I love you, beautiful. You be blessed, blessed, blessed. You too, baby girl. Get you some rest, rest, rest. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Let's keep it real.